everybody. Uh, welcome to the Lori and Julia Book Club. We've got, a, we're really excited about our author today. And as always, um, the book club, uh, by the Lori and Julia Book Club is brought to us by the Book Club Restaurant. And if you go in, mention our show, our book club, and you'll get a free appetizer and or, or dessert. With your meal. That's right. And we are really excited. We have an international best-selling author uh, joining us. Uh, Dinah Jeffries is with us. Uh, we have just finished reading and absolutely loved The Hidden Palace. So, Dinah, thank you for thank you. joining us from England. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, oh listen to your lovely accent. I know it. Okay. <laughs> Um, so Dinah, we, now we've printed every book. We now know all, we've got a long list of your books to read because the tea planter's wife, daughters, I mean, you have a lot of books and based on, you know, reading the hidden palace, you're exactly the kind of author that we'd like to snuggle up with. Oh, that's nice to know. Yes. Yeah. So, and yeah, give, give us the setup of the Hidden Palace. palace. Okay. So um, the Hidden Palace, as you probably know, is actually the second in the Daughters of War trilogy. Although, as you know, it stands alone it as does. well. Mm-hmm. Um, the first tells the story of three sisters living in France during the German occupation. And for her own safety, one of them... Florence has to make a really dangerous escape from France with the help of the highly charismatic but guarded Jack. And she is a sister running from the secret that emerged in book one. Mm -hmm. I mean, who doesn't love a secret? I do. I know. I know. (laughs) And she has to make a new life. um, And unexpectedly her mother makes a desperate request for her to find the truth about her mother's lost sister Rosalie. So Florence, who starts off searching for belonging and identity, ends up in a very different kind of search altogether. And And the just to say that the book is mainly set in the very tiny island of Malta. Mm-hmm. which is south of Sicily in Italy. And and I have to say, Diana, so I, I was lucky enough to be able to read this on a beach vacation. So I just oh. had, you know, uninterrupted time. But I have been to Malta. And oh, wow. it is, it is, I did not know, because I know with your, you have this, I mean, it is a sweeping epic story and you're a wonderful storyteller. And I fell in love with the characters, and I could picture them in my mind. But also, I have to compliment you because we find out at the end of the book that you've never been to Malta, but the research that you did, and it's such a fascinating place in world history, and people don't realize we kind of know the Knights of Malta, or you think you know it, but if, when you go there, it's just sure. breathtaking. No, I didn't go because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right. I usually go to all the places where I set my books, and I've set them all over the world. But as you say, Malta has the most amazing history, and particularly during the Second World War. I mean, the book isn't about the Second World War, but right. part of it takes place then. And the islanders and the military on Malta suffered 3,000 air raids from the Nazis 
um, in just over two years. And the people were literally starving. They wanted to starve or bomb the people out of Malta so that they could take it over. And people had to hide in caves and cellars and the tunnels that were built or tunneled, excavated um, hundreds of years before. Um, and that was their life for all wow. that time. And part of my story takes place during that time period. And and it is, you know, like a, a lot of cruise, Mediterranean cruises will have a one-day stop in Malta. Yes. And when you sail into Malta, you feel like you are entering a medieval time because of the turrets and battlements and how everything is made. It is like stepping back in time when you go there. Well, that's what I tried to create. Um, I always have to try to create the past because all my books are set at different times during the 20th century. And a lot of the places I go to to set my books, they're modern now. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I always have to kind of imagine what a place must have been like in the 20s or the 30s or whenever. Um, And certainly Valletta, which, as you know, is a beautiful city of buttery gold stone buildings. Um, It's so atmospheric. And so is Emdina, the city they call the silent city in the middle of the island where the hidden palace is to be found. That's where, right. Where do you, Dinah, where does your inspiration come up for a story like this? Like, how did you decide, you know, I'm going to write about the, the secrets and the, the secrets lies, and the betrayal how, between sisters? How does this, how do you come up with this? Um, do you have sisters? <laughs> um, I have one sister, yeah. Um, but we don't live near each other, so we don't see each other very often. I think the thing was that I had this idea for these sisters in France and it was going to be the third in the series but when I put it to my agent she said no no this is the story that you have to tell the story of the resistance in the Dordogne which is a beautiful part of France Mm -hmm. Um, and so I said oh okay I'll write that one first but of course I signed a contract for three and I had no idea what was going to come next and to some extent I always find that the stories and the ideas and the characters come out of the reading so if Mm -hmm. I decide on a location I just start reading about different time periods about the place about the history and usually something pops up and makes me think aha I can use that in a story. And then one thing leads to another, and it's kind of like a a gradual patchwork of, uh, you know, odd threads which might not join up, eventually do. Yeah. Um, And and did you find in your story and your research, is that how you found out about these cabarets? Because remember, Malta is an island, and it's 100 miles, like, from Africa and Italy. And, I mean, for... Hundreds of years, it has been a port, a place for people to go. So the whole Bohemian Club with the dancers, is that historically, did you stumble on that? Yeah, that's all totally accurate. I didn't know about that. Um, 
And so it's called Straight Street, and it was where all the naval, because it was a, um, you know, all the, the the British and American and other Allied ships were there. Right. And even before the war and after the war, to some extent, mm-hmm. they were there. So all the naval personnel and military personnel, you know, on their time off, they'd come into town and want to drink and want to dance and want to a girl and whatever else. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, I found out about that and I thought, right, I've got to use that. And then that gave me an idea for the character who is a dancer, Rosalie. Rosalie. I love Rosalie. Yeah. What, what fun. Do you, do you, Dinah, do you like, so you had a three book deal, you know, is it pressure? I mean, like, have you found the destination of the third book in the, Series. The, third book, the third book's finished. It's set in Morocco. Okay. It's called, it's called Night Train to Marrakesh. <laughs> what a great name. It, it, yeah, I love it. And it's set in the 1960s. Oh. So, ah, so it moves because, like, with The Daughters of War, it was 1943. And then with this book, it's kind of moved backwards and forwards. Right. And ends in 1947 after the war. And the um, the n- night train to Marrakesh is mainly about one of the daughters of the daughters ah. and her grandmother, mm-hmm. her grandmother who she never knew. So it's about a family that's been very divided over time and there are rifts and there is, you know, secrets and lack of trust between mothers and daughters, between sister and sister, and the rifts that develop in families. And then as the third book develops, um, well, I don't want to give too much away. No, don't. Yeah. But still, it sounds yummy. We are so delighted to finally meet you on your 13th novel. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad you've read The Hidden Palace and that you liked it. Oh, oh I liked it so much. And, you know, I guess I was like even thinking, oh, this would be like such an epic, like 10 part series on, you know, I wonder stars. if, if uh, you, yeah, something like yeah. that, because to film and to film in Malta and then England and then France, I mean, it's extraordinary, but you've got heavy, you've got all these women. And so I'm just like, Oh, I hope I hope Dina's people are getting her books into the right producing hands. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that hasn't happened yet. But I do love writing about strong women, you know, yes. women who sort of women who face difficulties and challenges, mm-hmm. and but you know, who survive, who who yeah. get strong and survive and 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 are resilient. That's what I like. Oh, if you're just joining us, The Hidden Palace is the book. Dinah Jeffries is the author. That's amazing. Dinah, before we let you go, can we ask you the last great book that you read? Yeah, you can. I loved Colleen Hoover's Verity. I was oh. a bit late to the party with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved also quite recently um, a book called Malibu Rising. Oh, yes. yes. And... God, Jane Harper's latest book. Oh, we Jane like Harper, her. You know, yeah, she Australian. wrote Dry. Yes. She's the Australian yes. author. She wrote The Dry, mm-hmm. but I've read all of hers, and I love the last one. And at the moment, the title escapes me. Yeah. That's okay. But I also read a British novel called, oh, God, A Lady's Guide to... 
Oh, God, I can't remember what it's called. You'll have to forgive me. That's okay. You know what? You gave us a lot. Um, Dinah, just tweet us. Okay. Just tweet us the last great books that you wrote, you know, to Lori and Julia. And then all of our, you know, people can also, then they have it because people are driving and it's slippery weather over here. Sure. Okay, (laughs) I'll do I'll do that. And you know, Lori and I are sister-in-laws. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. You're talking about sisters and you don't get to see yours a lot. We work together every day for 20 years. Oh my, that's wonderful. I know. Well done. That's what we think. That is such a wonderful British phrase. Well Well done. done. I love it. Just finished watching The Crown and I just love all the ways, all the lovely language things that you guys have in your twists and turns of how you speak. It's just delightful. (laughs) (laughs) We, what fun meeting you. Thank you so much. And everybody should go and pick up the book, The Hidden Palace. It's delightful. Yes, it's just what a um, wonderful, what a wonderful novel. We're so glad to have discovered you. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you. Well, thank you for your time and happy holidays. Yeah, and you. Thank you so much. All right, Grant, we've got a couple books to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071.